What's up, everybody? This is the Social Strategy Insider, marketing for beginners. This is episode one of the podcast. Super pleased for you to join me today. We got Spotify video, we got Twitter spaces. You know, we're all over the place, so that's super exciting. I'm really happy for everyone tuning in. I recently started a digital marketing uh, brand called Twin City Digital. It's my attempt at breaking into the strategizing and digital world, which I'm super excited about. It's been a blast. I'm taking some courses online. I'm doing a lot of learning and that's all been really great. Um, just want to check in on something here. Okay. Yeah, no, all good. So today, episode one of the podcast, I'm excited for this because we're going to dive into marketing for beginners because this is where I'm at. So this is all about documenting the journey, growing and showing the world what you're made of. And I think this is a good way to to do that. Podcasting has always been a passion of mine. I've always really enjoyed documenting the journey and really trying to be genuine and authentic. I think that's really important. So the, the current stage that I'm at, you know, I got my website up, twincitydigital.ca. And what I've learned is there's a lot of opportunity for people to basically help the people one step or more behind them. You know, the only goal in business for me and in life at this point is just helping the people that I'm one step ahead of. And if you're always progressing and getting better, there's a lot of people who you can actually help, which is really empowering. And it really helps you get over that imposter syndrome where you feel like you don't belong or everyone else is better than you. Because no matter what, there's always going to be people who are better than you. That's just life. But if you can uh, focus on your target audience and the people that you're trying to improve upon, then there's a lot of opportunity there. So the saying goes, um, you only have to be one step ahead of your target audience. And I think that's really powerful. And I think that's really inspiring for a lot of people, including myself, because the reality, another reality, I know them, I'm hitting you with realities today, but another reality is simply that there's a lot of people in business who are great at business, but not necessarily at marketing, especially in the trades. You think HVAC, plumbing, um, electrical, construction, that kind of thing. They might have really good connections in that space and they've been doing this thing for a long time, but they don't necessarily have the online presence that would really bring their business to the next level. And it doesn't take a ton of education on basic online concepts and strategies and marketing funnels to understand that there's a lot of opportunity here for these businesses to actually create some kind of funnel or create some kind of marketing strategy, even at a very basic level. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to dive through some of those things today and just even, you know, go over to the, the concept of what marketing even is, because marketing is a huge umbrella with a million and one things put within it. But a lot of times people think of it purely as just advertisements, which running ads is just one element or aspect within the umbrella of marketing there's a lot of different things that go into it including building brand which is a lot of uh, people on twitter are building a personal brand or content creators building a personal brand so uh, a lot goes into it and it's not always uh, clean cut as as you may think but marketing in essence is the process of identifying and anticipating and satisfying customer needs and wants through creating and promotions creations and promotions and distributing goods and services in simpler terms. So what I'm saying is it's basically promoting and selling products to 
customers is essentially what it is, or services. That's you know a simple way of rounding out what marketing is. But within that, there's nuances. There's always nuances. You know, personal brand. You have to market yourself. You're not necessarily. I guess you could say you're selling yourself. Like you are the product. So I guess you could kind of tie tie that in. Uh, the first thing you're gonna want to do is identify your target audience. Like who are you trying to reach? What are their needs and wants? And once you've identified your target audience, you can develop a marketing plan that speaks to their interests and concerns. Concerns is a big one because something not often talked about are pain points. Like what are your customers or what are your audience's pain points and how can we resolve them, right? So these are really, really good questions you can ask, you ask yourself when you're diving into marketing personal brand, a business, or whatever it may be, the person who targets the pain points wins if the solution makes sense to the customer. The next step is to build a strong personal brand identity. Your brand is more than just your logo, of course. It's your customer's connection with your business. And a strong brand identity can differentiate you and your business from competitors to create long lasting impressions on customers, which is really important. So this goes back to brand building, community building, and really being different, you know? Like like this is when marketing gets really nuanced and emotional because there's a, there's a, a lot that goes into building a strong brand that isn't just selling products. You know, it's building that emotional connection with your customers, which, you know, further down the funnel goes back to customer loyalty or your audience loyalty. So uh, this is a uh, all very important and basic concepts to grasp when you're thinking marketing, whether it's an NFT project or a Web2 project or your own personal brand. These are things you can kind of think about. And after you've established your brand identity, you can create marketing materials and campaigns which can include social media marketing, which is a sector of marketing, content marketing, email marketing, advertising, promotions. But the key, the key is to create compelling and engaging content that speaks to your target audience. So it all kind of comes back to pain points and target audience. Like those are the, the things you absolutely need to identify because if you cast a really wide net to everyone, you're not gonna resonate to anyone. And that is definitely not what we want to do when we're marketing ourselves. And it's essential to measure your success. Like you have to have uh, a lot of ways to analyze and measure your efforts. Because if you're constantly just putting out different campaigns and you're, um, sorry here, if you're constantly putting out different campaigns and you're not tracking anything, it's going to be really hard to get meaningful feedback from these um, campaigns you're running. So having, you know, every step of the way from finding out who your target audience is to building the campaign to launching it to running the ads, like you have to have steps in place each uh, step of the process, you have to have something that you can measure. Because through measuring, and reviewing your analytics and that kind of thing is how you're able to actually progress and improve upon it. Because it, it's kind of like uh, marketing, really, it's you're only as good as your weakest link, you know? So 
if you if you're at the top of the brand funnel your awareness if, you, if you're not bringing a lot of awareness to people you can only have so much success at the other ends of the funnel if your conversion campaign is really weak you can you know you're not going to be able to convert that often that's going to create another issue so it, it's all comes down and it's essential really to measure the success of your marketing efforts continually you always have to be measuring that's where success comes from uh you like you can look at social media engagement email open rates, sales data. So this is all stuff you can do to help analyze what is and what is not working and allow you to refine, refine, refine and improve your marketing strategy over time. So these are just some um, basic key points I wanted to touch on in the first episode of the Social Strategy Insider. Marketing for beginners, we're just getting into a few of these topics about what works, what doesn't, and trying to build that baseline education for you. Uh, I'm in a bunch of courses right now. I'm doing a lot of learning, creating a lot of content. And I gotta say there's a lot more, not a lot more to it, but uh, I'm actually quite surprised about how much of this stuff you can actually uh, translate to personal brand, to business, to honestly, even just living a good life, you know? motivation, uh, inspiration, that kind of thing. Because it, it, there's a lot of fundamentals that are just psychology. So to me, marketing, I mean, if you want to get into marketing, one thing you should definitely consider is psychology. You know, psychology plays a, a really big uh, part into it uh, is what I, I've learned. And, you know, one of the great things about uh, Web3, NFTs, crypto, that kind of thing, but even in the Web2 world is there's a lot of uh, marketing degrees, a lot of schools you can go to, but this is an industry you can get into without taking that stuff. There's a lot of courses online that are free because at the end of the day, people want results. And if you're able to get them the results, you can get paid. And what I've learned is especially quote unquote web two, I mean, I don't even know what you would call a web one, but in previous generations of the internet, a lot of people haven't even made that switch yet. Like web two is still new. So there's a lot of businesses, think plumbers, electricians, trades, who are working and operating on word of mouth. And their businesses are actually being eroded by new people coming in who have a very solid online digital presence. And the like we'll call it the last five years of their careers are being, uh, you know, the forecast that they had isn't necessarily what is, is playing out because they haven't been able to adapt. And there's a lot of opportunity for people who understand the online world to help these people. And, you know, it's an opportunity to create a little bit of a business, a side hustle, full-time thing, whatever. It depends on the city you're in to do some education, some cults and um, consultations and things of that nature. So my first client, this is a great example, is a, is a realtor. And what he said to me is the reason I need your services is because I'm actually losing business to younger realtors, despite them not having the connections or knowledge, but they have really good online presence. They have their Google business set up. They they're able to simply run ads to direct into their website. Like they have this whole online thing set up and they're like 23 to 27. This gentleman is in his sixties and has been selling real estate for 40 years, right? And he's built up a lot of connections and he's built up a lot of knowledge and he knows a lot of people and all of his business has been 
word of mouth referrals and things of that nature. And he's one of a million. There's a lot of people like that. And in that is an opportunity for you to go out there and start a little business, you know, start learning the basics and each client you get, you'll learn something new. Take five on for free to get testimonials, to get experience, to start to understand the wants and needs of these people. A lot of them, I mean, this is maybe what you would call a little bit of a boomer mentality, but they do want websites, right? And websites are so easy to set up now and they don't have to be complicated. Um, I've been enjoying using Wix, easy to set up. So that's what I've been doing. And on there, you know, with a little about me, some of their services, whatever, nothing too complicated. If they want to get into, you want to like, like book services online, that's actually a good idea. You can learn that and you can implement it. It's not super complicated as well. Um, but, and then, okay. So they get their website set up so you can direct traffic there. That's nice. You know, a lot of these guys are very knowledgeable doing a little monthly newsletter on the take of the space and how things are going. I mean, that's not a bad idea. And then you can even go as far as getting them set up on Google business. I mean, that's a first, they gotta be on Google business, but you gotta set up a strategy as well to get them reviews, right? So if you're in New York, I type in New York plumbers, the guys who are gonna show up are the ones with the most Google reviews. So it's a great idea to get a plumber who has no online presence um, set up on Google business and a way for him to start farming, literally farming reviews, you know, maybe a 10% discount if you leave a review, like whatever it is, get them reviews because that's gonna be super important and draw them so much business and make you look like a goddamn hero. So um, there's just like a lot of little things you can do currently to boost these businesses. And when it comes to NFT and crypto related, like none of these NFT projects have a good marketing campaign. They have a lot of money, but um, it's been painful to watch, especially after the fact, like leading up to Mint, a lot of these marketing campaigns are quite effective and they build a lot of hype. And then these projects just completely forget about it. They're like, okay, we minted and now we don't need to raise awareness anymore because I don't even know why. Like, why wouldn't you want to raise awareness? It's a strange concept to me. So. I think there's an opportunity in, in NFTs, the crypto, to have projects actually continue to market themselves, not just with their users and memes, but as an actual business. You know, just because a, um, a project promotes an ad doesn't mean that they're necessarily a scam, although that is what happens. But I do think there's an opportunity for businesses to do this because it makes sense. Like the number one thing you need is to raise awareness. Like you, people need to know about your brand. That's literally the top of the funnel. And then as you bring them through their funnel, you can sell them your NFT or you can sell them the utility that you're trying to get out into the world. And this isn't happening. And I, I could not tell you why, right? Especially ones that are very uh, particular about the niche that they're in. Makes a lot of sense to me. Um, like an example, Moonbirds, if they're calling themselves an art project, there's a lot of opportunity to market against the key term art to raise awareness for the project. You know, there's like a million ones things and it's not like a short on funds, but even smaller projects, I mean, you don't need a, a massive budget, um, but smaller projects with lower floors actually have more opportunity because the cost of entry isn't that much. And if you have an easy onboarding way where people can just pay with a credit card or whatever, um, you know, so I don't know, I think, I, mean, I won't go on this rant about this, but I do see a lot of potential for NFT projects 
to market themselves because it's just not currently being done for some reason. I, I could not tell you um, the reason why, but I, I do find it interesting that NFT projects don't feel the need to raise awareness about their brand until after or un un until the, once the mint's over, they don't need to do, uh, raise any more awareness. And they feel like the only way to raise awareness is through memes and holders posting about them, which are great ways to do it. That's organic, but there's a million other things you can do that are, are um, you know, useful and applicable that aren't being done. So I don't know. It's an interesting take. So uh, I know I'm on Twitter Spaces right now, but this actually is being recorded for Spotify for the business. It's really more of um, a resume, I guess you could say. So I actually haven't even necessarily looked on Twitter. Um, I'm, I'm apologizing if there's people who are requesting or, or things of that nature, but I really just want to uh, broadcast the podcast on Twitter Spaces. And if there are guests and things of that, um, maybe after I hit record I, or after I stop recording, I can check that out. But anyway, we're 20 minutes in. I want to keep this nice and short. This is episode one. This is a social strategy insider marketing for beginners. And maybe some rants. I mean, rants are applicable here. That's for damn sure. But anyway, I'm going to wrap this up. I appreciate you. Stay real and keep crushing.